This is Adulting Like a Mother Father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be headed to rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Dang, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Daniela Monet, the mother. And I'm Just Andrew, the father. And we're both adults. And if you're an adult or just trying to be an adult, this is the show for you. This episode is brought to you by Drew Coffee. Mm. Mm, I can taste it now. Drew Coffee. Two different blends. One for everyone. Available at drewcoffee.co. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> um, welcome back, you guys. This is, what, the second week of uh, T1, T21? And uh, things are rocking and rolling. Rocking and slowly rolling. Are they? Well, we have a lot to get into today. Um, let's start us off with some, uh, you know, some housekeeping. Yeah, just bit. some quick housekeeping for you guys. Uh, as a reminder, if for some reason you don't know yet, we have our very first live show. It's a virtual show, uh, and we're celebrating Daniela and the birth of our baby girl on January 17th at 4 p.m. So if you haven't checked it out or if you haven't gotten your ticket yet, um, it's at onlocationlive.com slash adulting, I believe, but the link's going to be in the show notes and on the Instagram. So very first virtual live event. Make sure you guys are there to check it out. Uh, we also have some mother-father bundles to give away, which include Drew Coffee, Outstanding Foods, Kinder Beauty, and Sprouted yep, Diapers. That's correct. Um, so in order to be in the running for one of those, all you got to do is buy your ticket and let us know in the Apple Podcast review section. So buy your ticket, leave us a review, let us know that you're coming to the show, and uh, leave us the re- a review about the show. Yep. And then you're in. Easy peasy. I also have a quick little countdown to baby girl. We are down to one month, one month, which entails four weeks. I don't know which one sounds like less time, but either one, it just sounds like it's basically tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, (laughs) speechless. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, one month. I've been over here being pregnant. I don't know about you. No, no, I've been watching you. Yeah, but we don't we don't really like acknowledge the elephant in the room very often. Yeah, not often. Yeah, that's my bad. I uh, I've been struggling with it and just feeling just so overwhelmed with just what life is right now with one and just everything else going on. And so I haven't really wanted to attach to that yet because I'm like, I haven't even adjusted to this life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, I'm struggling every other day, if not every day at some point. And the idea of just bringing another one and more responsibility scares the shit out of me. Not going to lie, but... But But before we get into all of that, um, because I do want to talk a little bit about that, just because this is our one quiet hour of just us putting it all out there. Let's get the wins and fails of the week 
out of the way, um, I'll start. My win, it's a really special memory. I'll keep it forever. Um, I took Geo to a park in Calabasas. There's just a lot more space out there, and it was such a beautiful day. It was really windy, but it was beautiful. And it was just him and I for like almost an hour and a half. And I just had the best, best day. Like I could cry about it because I just like. Are you crying now? Why does it make you cry? Hold on, guys. We're going to take a brief break. She's crying. (laughs) I just love him so much. And I just feel like our time is ticking. Oh my god. <laughs> That's so I didn't expect. What she's trying to say is she didn't expect to do what she's doing right now. Um yeah, guys, she's literally having a moment. So I'll just talk to you for a second. You guys um look like you had a great time. Yeah. And he just like he really loves being outside. And he was just so cool. He just goes bananas. And it's, you know, it's so interesting because of the times and the lack of socialization for him. He's not even, he's not pumped to be around kids. He's just pumped to be outside with us. And he's pumped to like just run around and get his hands on anything he can get his hands on. And, uh, I know you guys had a special moment. Yeah. What were you telling me? So you guys no, kind of walked like, away from the playground and went up the yeah, hill. There was like tons of grass, like hilly grass. And we were sitting on the grass and I just went and sat down and he like ran up to me. I felt like I was in a movie and he just like gave me the biggest hug Aww. in the front of the back in the back, like from on my neck. And I just like, I just love him so much. And I know he's a handful and I know that like we, you, we all have moments of like struggling with just like the demand and the constant neediness and you know, maybe he's fussy or whatever, but I have this like thing with him and I'm just like, I just feel like my time with just him is so short Yeah, and that overwhelms me a little bit. So in a weird way, (laughs) this was all part of my, my win. My win is that I had those moments and I look forward to having more with him. And I, I just want to like be super, super present, um, as much as I can because I know that it's, it's temporary, you know? And it's so weird because, like, I love kids, okay? And I think, you know, oh, man, I would probably have a bunch of them. But that transition from going from having just that kid or those kids to having more is really a lot um, a lot more dense, like, feeling than I imagined. You know, I'm excited to love another baby. I am. I'm, like, so excited to relive all these moments that I had with Gio. But um, I just don't want to miss anything with him. Yeah, I get it. That part's, like, a little overwhelming. It's not taking anything away from her. I think it's just... No, I know. When you're saying things like that, you're you're literally just talking out your feelings. And it's totally fine. Like, I'm, I'm... I know I've been more negative than I've shown excitement just because that's the space that I've been in and I've just been honest about it, but it doesn't take away from the love that you know that you have for her already and that, that you're going to give to her and like the amazingness that's going to come along with her coming into the world. But it does feel, it does feel like it's happened really quickly. 
Yeah. You know, like yeah. we had just geo for the blink of an eye. Yeah. I know. And, but maybe that's how it always feels. Maybe that's how it feels for no, parents I, that I have wanna, kids, yeah. you know, three, four years apart. For sure. I mean, I think just no matter what that transition, I mean, the longer you have that life and that routine with that one child, it's got to be even harder, right? Yeah. Cause you're really used to just doing life with that one child. Um, I mean, imagine what it would be like for, for G like in another yeah. year or two, like he knows he's King already. I know. You know, let him feel that for a few years and then tell him he has to share. <laughs> I, I kind of had that feeling even when he was a little baby. I was like, oh, this kid is the kind of kid that needs to be like around other kids or have siblings because mm-hmm. he is so demanding of mm-hmm. our time that he needs to learn how to share. Yep. Um, and little did we know we got what we asked for, what I asked for. <laughs> yeah. Um, my fail is just like all the feelings around this first week into 2021 you know i mean feels like there's just been very few chances for the world to just take a breath from Mm -hmm. like you know just the negativity and and things that are happening and then i know that like the world is a very big place right but like when something happens in a on the map, <laughs> um, I feel like it just goes on, you know, you can't like turn your eye. You have to just like, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're just all so connected through yeah. social and, and the media and all that. So yeah. yeah, I mean, something can happen anywhere in the world and you can feel empathy for people or the situation. Totally. You know? And I feel like just the energy in general, a lot of people are just trying to transition into the fact that like, yes, it is 2021 and we all want like this fresh new start, but realistically not a lot has changed. And I think there is some sort of like heaviness that comes with that. I mean, I feel like just in our own home, you know, we've felt, or maybe you felt more of it, but it's definitely been kind of a, an adjustment period. Um, and I, I know we'll talk more about it, but I, that's my fail. Just the heaviness, you know, in a time where I'm trying to be so mindful of the time I have, be focused on geo, take care of the priorities that, you know, I have to do. But more importantly, like I'm so focused on just being there with him and yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I thanks for sharing that. Cause I feel like I, I feel similarly Um, but just hearing that is just another great reminder to, to take full advantage of this time. You know, I know, you know, we've talked about our plan when she comes in, you know, I'll likely sleep in the guest room and then be hands on with G pretty much all the time. So I know I'll I'll get a ton of time with him, but there's definitely a, a different element of that with you and her here versus life with just the three of us. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you know, that's a crazy concept too. Yeah. It's like he didn't do anything. And, and one day his life is going to go from being just him to now I have to share everything. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to adjust, um, or help him adjust because I don't want him to feel like mom's now just busy, you know? Um, so I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that I take care of her. Absolutely. But like, you know, she's going to have to grow up knowing that like, you know, you're coming into our our world and, Mm -hmm. 
If that's such a weird concept because for Gio, our whole world shifted and he became our world. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like this is going to be a very different dynamic where she's going to have to fit, fit into, our mold a bit. Yeah. yeah. And, and then I don't know if it's, I think it's going to work no matter what, right? Not that worried about to. it. But it is a different dynamic right off the bat that like she's not going to get 100% of my attention just because it's impossible. Yeah. Even if I'd want to give it to her, you know, yeah. it's just impossible. Yeah. I, I mean, I think she's going to get a lot of it. Yeah. She's going to get enough of it. Um, yeah. We smothered Gio mm-hmm. when he came <laughs> into this world. And that's probably part of what makes him as demanding as he can be now. Yeah. You know? So true. It's kind of what happened with Sophie. Oh my gosh. I know. I think about that. Like we really do just. And you have all the right intentions. Like yeah. the, your intention is like literally to just love the hell out of them. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes by giving them too much of it, whether it's things or energy or, or I don't, I don't feel like you can give too much love, but just when somebody knows that they can have you or they can have, get something from you whenever they need to, or whenever they want to, it can create a little monster and, and he can be a little monster. <laughs> yeah, I know this will all be good. I think everything happens uh, for a reason. And I said this yesterday and it gave me a lot of perspective, but you're not given more than you can handle. And I truly believe that, um, that I like feel very capable and I've, I've surprised myself in a lot of ways like just handling so much and such a little transitional period of time and I just know that like it's all doable it's really just about perspective and like looking at it on the bright side totally totally yeah Yeah, that perspective thing is pretty powerful do you have a win and a fail um yeah I do I want to talk about the fail for a while um I'm gonna keep the win kind of just silly and light um, but it's, it's a total adulting thing, you know, when there's just things around the house. And for me, it was outside the house that you, you see every single day, maybe even for months or longer sometimes. And you know, you got to take care of it. Yesterday I had one of those days where like, I just had a period of time. You guys left and went on a walk and I just knocked so many things out outside and it felt so good because, and it kind of ties into my fail I've been in a really weird space mentally recently and that'll cause you to just not do the things that you know need to get done. You know, it's like everything becomes overwhelming. So you do nothing. And I'm, I'm feeling myself climbing out of that space right now. And yesterday was just a good step for me to just do mm-hmm. rather than think. And it felt so good. Oh, I love it. You know, I, um, that word do has been like on repeat in my head. Mm-hmm. The second I sit down, I'm, I think like, what could I be doing? Because I know how precious time is and how little I have of yeah. it. It it makes you feel like unstoppable. I don't know. Totally. Totally. You got to make sure you take care of yourself physically though. I mean, you literally are forming a human. So you got to make sure you listen to your body. Yeah. And give yourself the rest that you need sure. and that she needs. But totally, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I, I agree. Um, you know, I look at it from two different ways. When I was pregnant with Gio, my life didn't stop. I worked out every day. Um, I was super mindful, of course, of like diet, nutrition, like just my all-around health and well-being like I would prior to even being pregnant. That's just, just who I am. But um, this pregnancy has been different just because 
I haven't had the luxury to just, you know, chill or whatever. And frankly, I don't need it. You know, it's just not in my personality. I've come to terms with it. I'm just not a chiller. You're not a chiller. I'm not a chiller. I like to do, if I hear someone doing something, I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like a lazy person now. Mm -hmm. I just like need to be figuring it all out. Um, And I feel like that happens during pregnancy because you know you're on the cusp of so much change that you're trying to get everything in motion, you know, tick every box that you possibly can because no matter whether you like it or not, you kind of go into some form of like hibernation because you you have to rest, you have to nurture, you have to regroup, you have to heal. Um, So I know that that's coming and it's inevitable and I've just been trying to do Yep. Good for you. Keep doing. So I loved seeing you on the roof yesterday, taking down the Christmas lights. Yep. That wasn't the only thing. There was a list of about six or seven things. I'm proud of you. I just knocked out. So and I even got a moment after I did the lights, I just hung out on the roof for a second, (laughs) sat down and eventually laid down and just was like looking up at the trees and the sky and all that. And just was like, so appreciative of that moment. Yeah. And it's like so simple and maybe silly for some people, but you know, you, you watch a tree swaying in the wind and you're just like, there are some things in life that are just unexplainable, but they're just beautiful. And they, they give you a feeling that you almost can't describe. And like, that's the feeling that you want to have all the time that you feel like you're always chasing, you know? So that's I'm glad you had that moment. You had another moment yesterday that I want to talk about after the break. Um, so do you feel like you, you hit your win and fail pretty good? Well, I hit my win. The fail is what I want to talk about. Okay. Do you want to do that now? No, let's come back. All right. All right. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in a few with more adulting like a mother father. What's up, adults? Daniela Monet here, the mother. Um, how's your guys' energy? Is it good? Do you feel tired, sluggish, maybe a little less motivated than you'd like? Well, here we have Drew oh Coffee. Oh my gosh. Drew Coffee, born from passion and consciously crafted, Drew Coffee is committed to providing an excellent coffee experience consistently. And they take sustainability really seriously, okay? <laughs> which is why they are focused on it with everything they do, which I really appreciate, okay? Drew Coffee is fairly sourced directly from a small holder producer all across the world. Just one? <laughs> Just <laughs> one that's everywhere? Yes, he okay. travels. <laughs> um, their air roasting process, let me tell you, you guys, it's cleaner than the traditional drum roasting and... They put all of their glorious beans in biodegradable and compostable packaging, which aims to minimize their carbon footprint. Um, Honestly, I just, I'm so impressed. I absolutely love Drew Coffee. Um, You can use this testimonial (laughs) yourself if you'd like. Um, You know, there's free shipping right now on subscriptions, which is great. Um, And you could also get free shipping on two or more bags and the batches are limited, right? So you do have batches to, are limited. you do have to order quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and what batch is actually shipping these days or what, what batch can people buy right now? You can buy batch three, batch two just shipped. Look at that batch number three. That's my lucky number. Okay guys, we'll check out drew coffee. Now back to the show. Oh my gosh. All right guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Oh, gosh. Drew Coffee. 
Sounds delicious. It is delicious. Welcome back to the show, guys. Um, so what Andrew and I wanted to talk about today, um, it might get a little deep, but I wanted to do a mental health check-in just because this is our opportunity to really be, you know, open and honest. And I think hopefully our listeners can take something away from our transparency. But there's been, you know... There's been some real dips and dives lately <laughs> in the mental health department, and um, I just wanted to open the floor up to my co-host here, Andrew. <laughs> are, you, are you foreshadowing? Yeah, you have a fail that you might want to dive into. Yeah, so. all right. So this topic ties well into my fail, um, and, and ultimately, just to put it simply, I've just been struggling mentally, really, since... I feel like it was, I felt a little under the weather a few weeks back, got tested for COVID, wasn't COVID per the test. And just ever since then, like I haven't been the same and and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just everything going on in the world or the stress that I'm feeling here and, and the, the feeling of being overwhelmed. Um, I just like slowly got away from obligations and, and like, everything was focused internally and it was, it was pretty negative for the most part. And I don't know if that makes a whole lot of sense, but I just feel like I found myself feeling, this is what I think about. I hate using the word depression. I just felt like I was in a funk. Um, but I feel like when you get there, when you look at it from a different perspective, it's, it's really like you've become very self centric in a way, you know, cause you're struggling and that's all you can, that's all you can think about. And I don't know the reason for that. I'm sure there's like some, uh, f- physical or scientific reason that that's happening, but it feels like everything else is a highway around you. Like the world is just going crazy around you and you are struggling like in your own shoes, in your own body, like in your own space, you know, and everything like looks kind of dull and, and that's where I've been. And, um, I don't know why I just felt like it was happening for a few weeks and, uh, yeah, it's, I only say this stuff because, well, let me say this. Sometimes I think that you should sort of like not feel pain or struggle, but manage those types of things in private, right? but this is such a weird time. And I know so many people have similar feelings that I feel like I I just want to talk out loud about it because I feel like other people might take something away from it or may feel similarly. And right now I feel like I'm climbing my way out of it, but it's taken very intentional action. And I, and I want to share more about that because maybe that can help somebody. Um, but for, for whatever reasons that you guys have going on in your life, whether it's just things going on in the world or things at home or lack of socializing, feeling disconnected and lonely or, um, finances, cause finances things are, are just, yeah. Y- yeah. Or you're just overwhelmed. Uh, you're probably not alone, you know, and it really helped me to talk to a few people and it's really helped me to like sit and think about it and take intentional action and get back to the basics. Mm -hmm. 
And I've been through things like this before in my life. And for me, when I say get back to the basics, like this is what's always helped me. And the basics for me are as simple as get out in the sun, like literally sit in the sun, soak up vitamin D is powerful workout. I feel like if I'm not doing that every day right now, I'm, I'm struggling a little bit more, uh, eating clean. I feel like your, your body takes that in. It's the fuel you need to fuel your brain to, to think the right way. Right. Connect, man. Cause sometimes it's like really as simple as you just, you're feeling lonely and everything feels more overwhelming because you feel like everything's on you or you're doing it all yourself. Um, and then there was, there's one other one. Oh, it's reading and meditation for me. Mm-hmm. Like this morning, you know, I, I talked about this several episodes back. I um, feel like I'm kind of all over the map now, but that's just the way my brain works sometimes. I talked about waking up early to work out, and I did that for like three, four days, and it was amazing, and I felt great doing it. Like everything in my life was just humming at that point. And then I got away from it. And like I said, I don't know exactly what causes it, and sometimes that's the most frustrating part because like, you feel like you're doing everything the same as you, you just were, but now it's not working for you. You know, so you got to like reconfigure what's going on. But you did it today. So I did it. Today. I'm just trying to get back on track with things like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I, you know, I had a powerful day for me yesterday and was much needed. And, uh, I felt great cause I got out, moved around a lot, went out for a couple walks. Like I said, did some stuff around the house. Uh, I got in a little exercise, some sun, good time with geo, good time with you. Uh, was it some of it? some of it because yeah there was i mean we tried to go on a walk and the whole walk consisted of you know just i forgot about that until right now yeah because i see it differently right than you do and i totally love that like you are absolutely trying to be more aware of you know your mind and how to help yourself but um but yeah i mean yesterday i think you made the right move by saying let's all go for a walk and then it was yeah, like the, you the, had a chip on your shoulder before we started and I noticed it. So I asked you about it and then you had like a few different things that had been bothering you throughout the day that I did. Um, and then the whole walk basically revolved around like trying to come to terms with, you know, just, yeah, like <laughs> us connecting more and, and me, you know, not getting under your skin as much. Yeah, but it's, Yeah. So, yes and no. Okay. I feel like what I raised was a lack of connection, which I've been feeling for a while. Mm-hmm. And a lack of effort in connecting in ways that like make me feel full. Right? And then when I say things, what bothers me more is the lack of acknowledgement. It's, it's like brushing right over a statement that I'm saying that comes from the heart and it's something that I've been feeling and then moving on to it's either like ignoring or saying something that doesn't address what I said whatsoever Mm -hmm. or is like a totally different thought of yours. And those things, at least for me can make me feel disconnected and can make me feel lonely because I feel like I want more connection you're the, t- the person I spend more time than anybody with and, and so much of my life, if not all of it. 
And when I don't feel like I at least have the connection that I would like us to have, then I'm vocal about it. And when I say things and I feel like they just go unacknowledged, um, it, it, it's hard for me because I feel like, well, where do you go from there? Right. Yeah. No, I don't disagree with any of that. Like, I know that I should be doing a better effort of acknowledging how you feel and addressing exactly what you're saying. I think the overriding feeling that I sometimes feel is this, like, um, overcomplicating small little moments that, like, I just would overlook, right? But I'm just that way. Yeah, but I think that's what I've been arguing is that there's so many small moments and I look at them more as opportunities at this point. Oh, that's a good sales maneuver right that, there. That, yeah, <laughs> that go that go overlooked. Yeah, no, I get how like they can all definitely add up to more and if you don't address one thing, it just starts to spiral out of control. Like I do like from a if I take a step back, I can completely understand where you're coming from. Um I think the selfish part of me just keeps like falling back on the part of me just being so different from you and just looking at a situation from my perspective rather than yours and not understanding why that could be such, you know, like a moment. Yeah. But yeah, I want to argue this, like things aren't (laughs) such big moments for me. It's the accumulation of things that go unacknowledged where like I, I, I can build resentment. Mm-hmm. And I can build an under underlying like level of frustration. So then it doesn't take much for me to vocalize that. Sure. Let me give you an example and I'm not trying to do tit for tat. Um, I know we're going to wrap up soon, but there are things that certainly bother me. I'm not, not human. Right. Yep. Um, I choose, and I don't know why, but I choose to not address them. Yeah, but that's your personality. Like you, you, you're an avoider in many ways. Okay, so yeah, that's fine, and I get that a lot of people would look at that as like a disadvantage in someone who's no, not. I don't. I don't think. But so. But it really, in a weird way, it it works for me. Yeah, and I I understand that, and I admire that in in some ways. The one thing that I would argue is that where that works well for you as an individual. Yeah. I don't know if that works well for you as somebody in a partnership. Well, I would argue because that if we you, all just, if I were someone like you, if there were two Andrews in this relationship, someone who just like had no issue addressing everything and anything throughout the day, like, I don't think you would enjoy that. In fact, if I said, I mean, and I have, I've made a comment here and there and I have to be so careful because you don't, you like to be right. And you, you are such a thinker that I don't think you think that there's, I don't know, like maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. And I'm, I'm totally open to you arguing that because I don't know. It just, part of me just likes keeping the peace. And I think that's becoming more my job because we have yeah, to balance peace, each other peace out. Is a, to me, if peace is a, a lack of connection because because i guess to paint a picture i didn't i didn't these are things sometimes that like i feel like you deal with in your private world um but you're very open and and able to talk about everything so we'll do that (laughs) if keeping the peace like keeping the peace could be you you come like 
think I'm in a room, right? In a physical space and you can come in a physical space and you won't say anything to me. And like, you could do that multiple times, like for hours. Right. And it's like, there's no issue because nobody's talking we're just doing our lives. But to me at this point in my life and in our relationship, that's just not what I'm looking for. That's not what I'm looking for. Okay. I, I want to have, I want to have more just shoot the shit kind of combos. Like we've had not, yeah, not even that long ago. We were just saying how like, you know, Gio was asleep in the car. We were driving back from your mom's and like no, I shot the that. shit and it was great. Yeah. I brought that up because I wanted you to understand. I, I wanted to help paint the picture better and, and help you understand where I was coming from. And mm-hmm. I said two of the best times that I've had with you and, as long as I can remember, or we've had conversations about literally nothing that matters to anybody <laughs> in the car. Mm-hmm. And like, that doesn't happen all the time. And, and I notice those things because I enjoy it and I've been seeking more of it. And, and we can have more of that. It's there. It's not that it's not there. We we're very capable of having more of it, unfortunately. And I've said this to you, it's like, there's just a lot of circumstantial things that sometimes may feel a little out of our control where we have a demanding child or we have work obligations or we just plain and simple don't make the time to just be there for one another. You know, like even last night, like Gio's down and I just wanted to chill and I just haven't been like big on getting on my computer or social or whatever recently. And it just, it was like an opportunity, but you had things you had to do. So it's kind of like finding those moments are, are really special and we need to acknowledge them as being special. But I think the expectation of having them, you know, and we should have them more. I'm not saying we should. I don't really have many expectations. I really don't. It's just when you know that like this isn't working for you, then you're, you're seeking things that do work for you. Yeah. You know, I didn't know that we were going to go this far. And I guess it's okay that we have, cause I'm sure other people shared similar experiences or similar challenges. Um, the bottom line is this, and I want to just bring it back to this. We both want the same thing. We both want to feel heard, loved, respected, and we want to have good connection Maybe that's not always going to be the case. And I think we're both realistic, but we definitely need to make a better job and make it, I hate that I'm going to say this because I know you're not going to love it, but like make it easier to, to live in that space more often than not. Because the reality is, is that we don't have a lot of variety right now. You know, we don't have a lot of escapism right now. And so the best we can do to just lighten the mood Um, I need to be a better listener. I need to be more understanding and acknowledge more of the things that do bother you and not make them so personal to me. Um, I think it'll all help. I mean, the things that I feel like I've been raising as issues come like they deal with connection between us. And I just, I don't look at that as like, I think that it's okay that I bring that to the table. And if I bring it to the table often, I don't really want to like, I don't want to be in that space where I feel like things aren't meeting expectations or I feel let down or frustrated or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I also don't want to like, I'm not, it's weird. Like I'm, I'm a dealer in some things and I'm not a dealer in others. And by dealer, I mean like some situations I just, I just deal with whatever cards I'm thrown. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's so but, true. But in, in this, for whatever reason, I'm not. like. If, but I think that comes back to like what you can control and not control. And the things that maybe you don't want to deal with feel a little bit more out of control. And with this, like you and I, you feel like, okay, well this, I'm working with a human being. Like we need to be able to address this and like have something that's sustainable that's going to work for both of us. But I know in, in terms of like maybe some health stuff or whatever, you you tend to be like more chill about it because you're just like you're a strong guy like you're just trying to like power through life yeah i think we're just trying to figure out where to spend our energy and right now the priority is you know making sure our connection is on par for success yeah yeah i i i agree i mean i feel like yeah, that's where I've wanted us to put energy for some time. And I know we just have a lot of things pulling us in different directions mm-hmm. and, and I'm aware of that and, uh, I'm accepting of that most of the time. It's just with all those things pulling you in different directions, you want that home base to be strong, as strong as it can be. You know, when you feel like it's not for me, like that's just not something I'm willing to accept. So like, I'm always scrambling to, to get it to a place where it works for me and for us, you know, and I just feel like one of the biggest things I just want to say, this is we still even over nine years in, we talk about communication all the time, but like we still really don't know how to talk to each other or approach each other in a lot of situations. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know why that is. I'm sure we could use some help with that. Yeah. I'm sure it comes down to compromise. Yeah. And I think like what keeps ringing in my head is that we have two different outlooks, right? Um, I'm probably not, I'm guilty of being someone who oversimplifies who doesn't like details, who just likes to lead with like heart and feelings and just trying to make things feel positive and light and optimistic. And that's always like, in a weird way, it's it's a good thing, but it's also kind of a downfall because things fall through the cracks when you're always just trying to keep it light, you know? Over time, maybe that's not that sustainable. I feel like you're nodding your head. Yeah, I don't totally agree. I think sometimes you can give yourself too much credit about that. Like you, you are good about keeping things light. Like you're the jokester and you, and you hold that title like close to your heart and it's a great quality about you. You know, you're funny and all that, but by always doing that, you can make people feel not heard because you can, you can brush comments or feelings or whatever under the rug because it's uncomfortable for you. Mm-hmm. So you want to make it something else. Right. You know, that's yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like I know that what I'm saying, it's a selfish quality because it works for me. It keeps me feeling good, but it certainly keeps distance between me and certain like loved ones in my life because it, t- it takes a lot for me to, I guess just like be super, real and 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 honest no, i think you can be i think you can be r- real i just uh wow 
I guess we just just saying things, huh? <laughs> Is this weird for you? <laughs> a little bit. I just feel like some things you you deal with in private, um, but we're, we're not there anymore. <laughs> but like, what's so bad about sharing this? We're all humans. I think that's the, the perspective I have. Is no, like, I just think that I just think all... that that's those are things that I live by. There are yeah. some things that you keep private, sure, and you keep with, like in your inner circles, you know. But it's, it's fine. Um, what were you saying? Cause I had a thought on it. Oh, just, um, how like me, I said something and you're right. Like I am very real with people. I, I, but like what, maybe what I meant was, is if there are opportunities to have harder conversations, I do avoid them with, with most people, including you. Um, yeah, yeah, you do. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I think at some point you just, you learn I mean, this is just the way that I chalk it up, but like you just to learn, you learn to avoid as like a protection mechanism, Yeah, you know, that keeps you good. The issue with that is, like I said earlier, like if it's just you doing your life by yourself and whatever, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But when you bring that into relationships, whether it's like your, you know, your partner or family or friend or whatever, like if you're always just looking to protect yourself miss a lot of opportunities to strengthen the relationship or, or like actually hear somebody. Yeah. I know I have a lot to learn. Yeah. Um, look, it's not like a knock on you session. I think it started with me saying how I felt. Right. And then it opened up into no, this many different a, things. What this was, was a mental health check-in. Um, this, it's a weird circumstance because yes, we are sharing all of our business with other people, but it's a powerful way for us to get things out there. And yep. I, I think it's so weird that we have this, like, I guess it's a job to do this podcast in some ways, but like it serves us in our own lives. And so it's Sometimes. not always easy. It's not always easy to like sit down and jump in, but, um, I just want to end on this. Um, I have a lot of respect for you. I think that you are, so brave and I think you are so self-aware and the fact that you're able to acknowledge the things you're feeling and even though it's not that easy to make these adjustments like you are always trying to do better um I I respect that and I apologize if I make it a struggle sometimes um I like I said I I do have a lot to learn and as do I. And I think it comes down to, to just our dynamic, you know, there's, a, I, I feel like I know everything about you and I always, but I always feel like I could learn more in terms of how I go about approaching you, talking to you, like being around you that, that like works better for you. Sometimes you just don't do it because like you don't want to for whatever reason you know what i mean <laughs> yeah what the heck man <laughs> well you know whether it's frustration or whatever you're just like no i'm not gonna like i know that that would work for you right now but that's me compromising for you and i'm just not willing to do that right now you know what i think this really needs what we really need um is just a little time like we need some like a night apart or like some space you know and that's it. I think it's simple. You know, we're human. You're going to have a lot of weight if you don't take care of just like some alone time once in a while. 
Yeah, that could work. That could work. Um, I was going to say we should answer a fan question or a listener question, but we don't have time, so we'll save that for next week. Okay. Um, yeah, that's what this was. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Mental you- health check-in, struggling, but doing the things that I need to do and I know work for me yes. to climb out of it. So I look forward to reporting Back. next week yeah keyword do that's it guys we love you adults and we will be back next week thank you for listening to this episode of adulting like a mother father new shows drop every tuesday on the direct message network on podcast one